and welcome to Music for the Unmusical, where we discuss all things music for music lovers and those who don't know anything about music. I'm your host, Sav. This week, we will be talking about solfege, which is a way that singers learn music and scales, as well as instrumentalists, but it's more popular for singers to learn music this way. And then also, Julie Andrews sings about it in The Sound of Music. And we will also be talking about Guido of Arezzo and kind of the history of music notation. So, music is made up of certain pitches, right? And the pitches have been given letter names, A through G, and then you start over again at A, and so on. It is incredibly hard to learn a piece of music as a singer by just thinking of letter names and what that letter sounds like. So, during the medieval time period, which is the years 500 to about 1400, there was a monk named Guido of Arezzo. He was a music theorist and teacher at a Catholic church in Italy. He also wrote a book on music theory, which is why we know who he is. In the medieval time period, children were sent to churches so they could be educated and cared for if their parents couldn't or didn't want to take care of them. And as a part of this education, the children had to learn the chants or music for the church services, and Guido was one of the people who was tasked with teaching them. And the way that they were traditionally taught was by the directors singing a piece for them, which would have been in Latin, and then the children or choir members would sing it back over and over again until they could remember it. Also, it is important to note that the church music of this time, it was called Gregorian chant or plain chant, which just means that there wasn't anything but a simple-ish melody to sing, which, fun fact, it was sort of because the Pope and the church thought that harmony, or the background part of music, would distract congregation members from the actual message of the piece of music. But anyways, this was a huge task to teach congregations and choirs and children all of this music by memory. And it took many years, obviously, and sometimes the children or congregation never learned the pieces because music wasn't written down and there was no hymnals that you could read from. And uh, a few churches had some super primitive and kind of confusing music notation that the musicians could read off of, but obviously the congregation members couldn't read this music and it wasn't at all what it is today by any means and it also couldn't be mass produced for the choirs or the congregation so guido of arezzo came up with a way to teach these children and congregations music super fast and to help it stick He assigned each note a place on his hand, and when the children were meant to sing an A, for example, there was a specific place on his hand or finger he would point to, 
And then when they were meant to sing a B, there was a different place he would point to and so on. Well, this is called the Guidonian Hand. Well, his children learned the music super fast and everyone's mind was just blown. And this led to a little bit more standardized music notation and education and it spread pretty fast to other churches and it made him sort of famous. Also, something else that Guido developed and kind of came from the Guidonian hand idea is solfege. Solfege is the syllables do, d-o, re, r-e, mi, m-i, fa, f-a, so, s-o-l in some cases, and just s-o in other cases, la, l-a, t, t-i, and then that brings you back to do. Each syllable corresponds to a particular note or pitch, and every syllable is a specific distance from the one before and the one after. So when you go to learn a new piece of music, you don't have to search your mind for what does C sound like? <laughs> you find do, and then you work from there. So you're working based off of the distance from the note before, rather than just trying to pick out of your brain what a specific letter sounds like. There are two systems when it comes to solfege. There is fixed dough and movable dough. With fixed dough, C is always dough, and D is always re, and so on. Whereas with movable dough, you find the key signature first, which is just the note or notes a piece is based off of, and then that will be your do. The actual syllables themselves, do, re, mi, and so on, come from a chant Guido is credited with writing called Ut Keant Loxis. And the first syllable of each phrase in the piece was used as a solfege syllable, though Ut has been changed to do, so it starts with a consonant instead of a vowel, as well as t was originally c, s, i, but changed to t, so there won't be two syllables that start with the same letter, as well as so that c could be used to indicate a sharp or raised so syllable. Obviously, Guido's ideas have evolved over time, and this would not have been the exact thing he came up with, because music, music wasn't quite as complex, and not every note that we use now was used in his time. But he did come up with the general ideas, and it is possible he took inspiration from what some other musicians could have been doing and teaching, but his ideas are the most famous and still used, and has evolved into what we use today. But also a reason that we know about Guido's work and his ideas is that he wrote them down in a book, which translates to a short treatise on the discipline of musical art. Another interesting musical notation that was developed around the 1800s 
is shape notes. I'm sure you've seen it in old church hymnals, and your church may even use it still. However, with advances in technology, this kind of music notation is kind of going out of style, if you will, and being used less and less. Anyways, so just like solfege, which corresponds to a specific note to help a person recognize distance and be able to sight sing or just sing on the spot a piece of music and to help you stay in key, shape notes are solfege written down on paper. So one shape corresponds with do, a different shape with re, and so on. But like I said, this kind of music notation isn't quite as popular as it once was because people in churches have now moved to electronic hymnals. But that doesn't mean that you don't still see it. And your grandparents or your great-grandparents, they probably know what shape notes are. I highly recommend listening to Utkeant Loxies, which is spelled U-T-Q-U-E-A-N-T-L-A-X-I-S, and see if you can pick out the solfege syllables that come from the lyrics. Also, you can visit the Cathedral in Arezzo, which is in Tuscany, Italy. This is the cathedral that Guido taught at for the majority of his life. However, the actual cathedral that he taught at has since been torn down and reconstructed. There's also a statue dedicated to Guido in Arezzo. As always, thanks for listening to Music for the Unmusical.